Good afternoon. It is Wednesday, October 18th. Currently 3.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Stock market, the bell will ring to close for the day in about 40 minutes at 4 p.m. Eastern. And after the bell closes, Tesla. Everybody knows Tesla, the stock, the company, um, EV maker. They are reporting their third quarter earnings after the bell. And that'll be a topic of conversation, one of our topics for today. But let's dive in. Thank you for joining me for another episode of All in Society. This is episode number 49 of the co- of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for downloading the episodes. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you want to tap in a little bit more about what I do, products and services I provide, um, you can check out the website. It is www.allinsociety.com, A-L-L-N-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y.com. Also, what I'm most proud about, even more so than this podcast, is that every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, I do a live show, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's called All In Society and Friends. And uh, typically, it's it's almost an extension of the podcast. Um, but video, um, so there's visuals. You can see me um, live. You can jump in, ask me questions, uh, or just engage and jump into the conversation. It's pretty uh, laid back, just like this podcast is. I go over some of the same topics, such as the stock market, poker, sports. Um, We talk about pop culture. I'm a movie buff, so we'll talk about some movies. Uh, Seems like there's a lot more movies being released um, as of recently at the end of this year that are worth actually going to see in theater, opposed to just staying at home and streaming them when they come out. Um, And along a plethora of things that um, especially also health. I'll have people on to kind of discuss certain things such as entrepreneurship, um, poker, if you like that thing, um, the market. Um, some of the people that I've brought on so far is a poker pro. His name is Yasser. I've also brought on a past coworker of mine um, from MGM in Maryland. His name is Derek Prillman. He is an author. He has a great book out uh, about his story. Um, it's a tragic story, but um, definitely uh, check out the episode. I believe it's episode three or episode four. Um, definitely check out his episode. Pick up his book um, if you are interested in that. It's a quick read, um, fast read, and um, definitely tap in with Derek. And also, just recently, um, as of yesterday, I interviewed Carl Gray. Um, Carl and I met in Miami. I went there for the podcast summit with David Shands and Donnie um, Wiggins. Uh, great podcast um, they have. It's called The Social Proof, and they put on a great event, awesome event. Um, the Intercon- Miami Intercontinental Hotel was amazing, beautiful hotel. Um, I would love to go there next year if they do it again next year as well. Uh, but Carl came on. He is a business consultant. Um, he's been in the game. He's an entrepreneur, and he pretty much excels at assisting small businesses or large businesses um, with their day-to-day and kind of help them grow and expand. Um, So definitely some great. um, Also, I've had Stefan on there as well. He's just a uh, 
a, a fellow poker player that I've met in the in the DMV area. Um, him and I uh, kind of develop a friendship. I was a supervisor and became a manager there, and um, in some way, kind of protect him sometimes from his own, himself. <laughs> and he'll probably admit to that as well. Um, but we develop a friendship, and then I have him on every once in a while, and we'll talk about sports and things. Amongst other people, um, I'll be traveling uh, for the holidays, so I plan to have my my family on the show, um, whether it be the podcast or actually the live show as well. So if you want to tap in just to kind of see who I am and where I come from, um, uh, if I have a chance to have my mom on and kind of tell her story, um, there might be a little bit of tear jerkers in there, but, uh, definitely, um, if she's willing to do something like that, it would be, uh, pretty amazing. Um, they just moved to Mississippi. So doing it in their house, um, a comfort, comfort of her home, um, definitely, uh, be something I'll be interested in doing. I'm not sure if she's, uh, be interested in doing it, but we'll see in the future. Uh, but episodes of the podcast drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on your favorite podcast network. Um, like I said, please just make sure you, um, you follow the show and you download all the episodes when you can. You don't have to listen to them immediately. Just listen to them at your own leisure, but I would appreciate it if you just every time an episode came out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, just take the time out to download them for me. Um, the support would really go a long way. Um, the more people that are downloading them, and if they're unique people downloading them every week, um, that allows me to do um, some bigger and better things along the way. So you help me help you. Um, if you enjoy listening to the show, just make sure you download all those episodes. Same thing with the YouTube page. Uh, make sure you go on there, subscribe. There's only 31 subscribers, but I know there's more than 31 people that are watching the show. It costs you nothing to subscribe. Um, if you're watching it um, just for pure entertainment or if you're watching it and I'm providing any type of value or just have your mind kind of thinking in a different perspective or a different way than you're accustomed to, um, definitely just please uh, hit that subscribe button and tune in whenever you can. Like and share. All right. Also, if you like to tap in with me on uh, social media, I'll put the, the my social media handle on Instagram in there. I also post on um, threads every once in a while, but I don't really engage, engage on there too much. I'm really just Facebook and Instagram, but Facebook's more so just like people that I've known for for multiple years. All right, so in today's episode, nothing too elaborate, um, but we'll we'll do the All In Society and Friends recap, uh, episode number eight um, with Carl Gray. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Earnings season, we'll talk about Tesla reporting um, here in about less, just over 30 minutes um, from now. I'll give, give you a little bit of insight of how poker's going for me this week. Um, what I plan on doing this weekend, and I'll give you my Thursday night football pick. And to cap off, we will discuss um, my top five. If you didn't hear it from the previous episodes or All in Society and Friends episode, we'll go over my top five uh, NFL teams the way I see it through week six. All right, so All in Society and Friends episode, like I said, uh, just go on YouTube. You can search uh, on YouTube, All in Society and Friends. You can put Claude Winston or Claude Purchase in there. I should be able to you pop up and you'll be able to follow the show um, going from there. Like I said, please follow, please share, please like, um, tell your friends and family um, as well, please. Um, I'm planning on doing this consistent basis. That's the only way you're going to um, move things forward is consistency and in providing value to your um, to your viewers. So that's what I plan on doing. 
Um, but for this, so this for this episode, um, there's plenty of gems in there. Carl is great. Every time I talk to him, um, he provides he motivation and inspires me or just really pushes me to actually do what I've said I plan on doing. A lot of times with me is I have such uh, so many ideas and I have like really big grandiose ideas, but I have to start from somewhere and hit the conversation with him. What I want to do with my business and my brand he kind of gets me locked in from like, yeah, Claude, you have great ideas, but you have to start someplace. And so that's where I really started this podcast and I started the the live show. Um, and, and that's great and all right. But as far as actually providing something, some type of product or service and helping people, that's what I'm working on now. And that could be the show. I could work that um an aspect of that, but he really hit on me, um, really getting into the community and building something from scratch. And yes, um, what I really want to do is help folks that are, uh, I want to build the game of poker, but I also want to help people, especially in the black and brown community. If they're not uh, comfortable with, um, investing, um, and kind of getting their feet wet in the stock market or real estate or crypto, whatever the case may be. Well, if, if I can teach you poker, there's and, and I'm not trying to teach you so you can go and play and, and make money playing cards. I'm trying to teach you the basics. And once you start playing cards and then those that really understand it and kind of dive a little bit deeper, I'll give them the tools to go a little bit deeper if they want to. But really, I want to give you the tools to learn how to play because I think there's a lot of benefits of playing poker. Number one, you go there, you can make money if you're good enough, if you dedicate yourself to being a profitable poker player. Number two, just the social aspect of it. I think it's great, um, especially single people. It's great, a great way to meet people. Um, and I'll even elaborate a little bit more. If you're a business owner, if you want to um, network or just grow and expand your business and just talk about your business, a poker table is a great way to do it. Um, there's a lot of people with disposable income at the table, and there might be investors at the table that are willing to invest in your idea or your business. Um, and I can elaborate a little bit more. Um, but once you get to understanding poker you'll you'll start to understand and find some um comparisons with the stock market and um the way that we play cards it's kind of just um strategic investing it's a lot a lot of it's based on based on math um so you want to kind of see what what is the basis of everything and kind of deconstruct it from there once you get um the kind of like the 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 ground rules and understand the the base of what everything's around, then you can kind of orchestrate or build out your own strategy of how you're going to beat the game or beat the market or, or beat your opponent. Um, and so there's a lot more, I'm trying to, I'm making it sound real simple, but I've also been playing cards since I was in high school, probably my freshman or sophomore year of high school. So I've been entrenched with this. It's my love. It's my passion. Um, it's probably drove some people away um, because I'm so entrenched to this game and it, it kind of comes and goes um, when I, and I, I won't hit too much on this. I don't want to nail it in the head. Um, but uh, when I moved here in 2016 in Maryland, Southern Maryland um, to open up MGM national Harbor, the property, the casino um, I was doing pretty well before I moved here. And matter of fact, I, I was playing cards. I was playing poker tournaments and in 2015, I made six figures in by playing poker tournaments. Now I didn't bring home and take home all that. It wasn't all profit, but I was doing very well playing poker. So it just kind of gets you the, where my mindset was. And I moved here um, as a dealer and 
realized, all right, this is an opportunity for me to kind of move up the corporate ladder here um, because there's not a lot of people that look like me in positions of power at other places, I noticed. But at this property, I noticed like there's a lot of people that look like me and they're in positions of power. So I think this might be a place to see um, if that riding that corporate ladder or climbing that corporate ladder is something that I'd be is advantageous, something I would look forward to. And so I took that upon myself to do that um, from a dealer to a dual rate. A dual rate's pretty much somebody that is a supervisor and a dealer as well. Um, from there, I went to full supervisor. And from super, full supervisor, I was running tournaments as well. Um, I remember at the time, me and another uh, dual rate or a supervisor at the time went to our boss and said, hey, we think you, there should be a tournament director, someone solely direct or you know responsible for this. And at the time, they weren't willing to do that. So we said, okay, well, we'll just continue doing what we're doing now because we're fine with with doing that. We were happy. And later on down the road, um, they offered the position to me. And I said, well, you know what? There's something else that I want. And there was the the shift manager position. Um, That's the manager of the poker room for that specific shift, like day, swing, or grave. Uh, The casino that's 24-7, 365, nothing. The room does not shut down. The casino does not shut down. Um, so I wanted one of those positions and I was, um, able to obtain that position. I held that position. At one point I was the only and the senior manager because the people that were there before me had left for multiple reasons. Um, other people came in and I didn't like where the company was going, where the department was going. So that's where I decided to leave. Um, but that was not after, but and I want to take you back a little bit. Um, before, once I became that uh, that senior manager, I was not playing cards at the time. Um, I was in a relationship, and I was really trying to do the the family man thing and really ride that corporate ladder. Um, the real reason why I stopped playing cards was because I wanted to buy my first home, and so I purchased my townhouse in 2019. And so I probably from 20, like 20, maybe 20, yeah, 2020, I didn't play poker at all for obvious reasons. Um, 2021 played very little. And then 2020, I got back into playing cards um, after being kind of cooped up um, and being more comfortable um, financially after being in the uh not, you know, just paying rent. Then I went from paying a mortgage and the responsibility for that and just being a homeowner. I wanted to adjust and be uh, get comfortable doing that. Um, so the my partner at the time that I was with, she moved in with me. And so I was more comfortable. And so I started playing poker again. And I went out to Vegas um, 2022 just for the uh, summer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I went out there for the summer, played um, uh, a couple of events, didn't do uh, that well. And... I think that kind of triggered it and I really, really wanted to get back into it. And so this year I played a couple poker tournaments and I did well, um, well enough to kind of fund my business um, and kickstart my business earlier this year in February. And from there, um, a lot of things have happened. I'm now single, just doing things myself, um, living by myself and honestly just living life is there's something about doing what you're passionate about and not having to worry about how it might affect another person, another person's well-being. Um, I'm a single, I'm a single child or only child, excuse me. Um, kinda. My parents, my sister is um, ten years older than I, and we have different mothers. 
Um, so it's kind of like half sister type deal. Um, so I, I, I didn't really grow up with her. So I always kind of consider myself an only child. We spent time together growing up, but I didn't really grow up and live with her on a day to day basis. And so I, I'm acclimated and used to, you know, just living by myself. It kind of sucks when you're with somebody or extended amount of times, especially to the extent and the amount of time I was with um, uh, my ex. And it doesn't work out. But I've always been happiest and been most successful by myself. And this is my lifestyle. It's not really conducive or conductive to having somebody, especially somebody who's not used to that type of lifestyle um, that I live with um, being an entrepreneur and a poker player and amongst all the other things that I do. Um, it takes a, a specific person who's able to kind of stomach that and, and deal with that. Um, and also, I'm a, I'm a demanding person, too. I'm not, like I said, I am an only child. So I'm. there's a certain extent that I'm willing to deal with that if, if your life is affecting my life and my well-being, there's a certain level of what I'm willing to deal with. And I guess how I handle it, I'm very, I'll put it this way. I, and this is for anybody, whether you're in a relationship with me or not, I keep people, I don't allow you in enough to kind of harm me or get to the point where you're affecting me. And so that's why I keep a very small circle and I don't let a lot of people in. I don't go out with a lot of people and spend time with them to be honest with you, because a lot of the time you guys aren't talking about anything that's going to better my life. And a lot of people um, aren't on the same level as I am. And I don't mean that to talk down on people, but people my age just don't have their stuff together or they have families and they have a different whole nother um, uh, responsibilities than, than I do. So that's another whole aspect of it. So there's not too many people that kind of live a life or live life, can live life or live or see life the way that I do. So that's why I keep a very small circle and I don't really spend time with a whole lot of people. Um, but that all that to be said, um, I think it is uh, keeping your circle small and just being mindful of what your goals and aspirations are. And if those people are in your life are, are they in your life because of what you are providing for them or are they in their life because they buy into what you're doing and they buy in for you and they enjoy being around you for you, not about what is going to happen in turn because Claude's on the path of success and I just want to be part of that. And if that changes, if that narrative changes in that, or if, if something moves from that, from that, from that goal or that path, then I don't want to be part of that anymore. Those are the type of people that you do not want in your life. Those people that are aligned with you about how, or how things are going to happen or affect them positively. But if something turns or if they're not getting that same equity or that same benefit as they were when you were first met, then all of a sudden they're quick to run. Those are the people you want to get out of your life and you want to sniff them out. And if you have any sort of reservations for those people when you first meet them, don't give those people a time of your day. Because I promise you I've given way too many people time of a day that I should in my life when I knew from day one, yeah, this isn't somebody that is A, going to be bought into who I am and B, aren't definitely going to be bought into what um, my plan and my goals are, are or my path is on life. So, um, I know we went from talking about the, the all in society episode, but there's a lot of, um, a lot of things that came from that and a lot of, uh, areas and things I want to hit on, um, before we move forward. 
Um, so thank you for allowing me to um, provide that information and a little insight for you. But definitely check out episode eight. Um, Carl, he's entertaining and very thoughtful and very informative. And he has a book. Um, he has uh, many uh, products. He provided his website. Um, so definitely check out the episode if you're an entrepreneur or considering being an entrepreneur um, or you just want to tap in somebody um, if you're from the DMV area. He is definitely a um, uh, somebody that you want to get to know or network with. All right, earnings season. So in about 20 minutes, it's 3.40 right now. After the bell, uh, Tesla's going to report. And I'm going to tell you guys what I'm looking for. Um, before we go into that, I'm going to go over disclosure. Um, so the information provided in the show about personal finance and investing is for educational and entertainment purposes only and should not be considered financial advice. Viewers are encouraged to consult with a qualified financial advisor, which is not myself, before making any investment decisions. The content presented may not be accurate, complete, or timely, and we do not assume responsibility for any errors or omissions. Investing involves risk, and past performance is not indicative of future results. Any endorsements or advertisements featured do not constitute recommendations, and by participating in the show, you acknowledge and accept these disclaimers. All right, so there's multiple reasons why I am invested in um, Tesla. Um, I know a lot of people have... Um, been riding this stock since the like days of the pandemic or I'm even right even uh before then um I pretty much just got in this year um and the reason why I'm into the space is not because of the automotive uh and that's part of it and I think that they are going to um definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with I mean they already are the the market uh, leader in EVs. And I think that they'll plan to stay that way. But the reason why I plan on uh, investing in Tesla is the AI play and the uh, self-driving. I can't think, I, I think there's like self-autonomous driving um, or whatever they call it, whatever uh, they name it. Uh, but I think it's not necessarily just like you can close your eyes, fall asleep and drive. I'm pretty sure you don't have to necessarily have your hands on the wheel, but you need to have your eyes open and facing forward in order for that vehicle to continue um, driving in that mode. Now, I don't have a whole lot of um, insight in it. I don't drive a Tesla myself. Um, what I plan on doing is investing enough so I can buy a Tesla by inv- um, from investment, um, my profits from the stock. And that means I have to uh, put a lot of money into it or the stock is going to run up quite a bit. And it's already up. I think like hundred percent this, um, this year currently. So it'd be very difficult for it to, to continue to go up. Um, there's a lot of negative sentiment right now. Um, as far as their deliveries on, um, some of their, um, their vehicles, I think they're a little behind. Um, they've been cutting costs of some of their vehicles. Um, some people are saying that they don't, think that that's this the end of the cutting the cost there's going to be a lot more cutting of the cost some people saying they're pretty much done that's the end of it um so there's a lot of uncertainty plus you have elon who's kind of a um a little bit of a maverick or a rebel or whatever you want to call it himself and that can um, lead to a little even more volatility in the stock and the stock is already volatile as it is a lot of people like to trade it um i'm personally would own it not trade it um but for today i know we'll look at it right now as of 343, um, it's down um, 4.63%. Um, it's low was 40, excuse me, 20, 
Let me try that again. $242.08. Right now it's at $240. Oh, well, I just dropped that down. Got another update. Um, $242.97. So it's uh, towards that, um, that low for the day. And like I said, we're about 15 minutes out from them reporting their... Um, their for the quarter, um, and we'll see what's about to happen. I'm looking for it. If I can get this stock to dip close to like 215, that is 100% a uh, a buying opportunity. Um, two like a 215 looks real good. That's what I'm kind of looking for um, for a buying opportunity, and I'm pretty sure that's where the 52 week low is um, at currently at. Uh, as well, uh, excuse me, the 200 day moving average is what I'm trying to say is at 213. Um, so at 215, I'm not mad at it if I can get it at 215. I think that'd be a pretty good price and hold that um, long term. So I have two portfolios, my Roth IRA, and then I have my uh, all, in, all in, it's I think I call it all in no limit runners. And that count is kind of like investments that I want that is Printing money right now, currently, it could be it could be short term or it could be a long term slow growth. I just want something that's consistently making money for me pretty much every quarter, or maybe one quarter it be it misses and then another quarter it gets back to where it needs to be. Um, so that's what I'm thinking of. I want to add it Ted Tesla into that because I think if I can get it at the right price, like that two fifteen, if it comes back down to that price. Um, I think that would be something I can hold and run onto that long time rather than holding the bag and hoping it comes up in a year or so. Um, but I'll definitely, if it gets down to that price, I'm 100% buying more in my Roth IRA and holding that um, long term. Uh, to, just to just to share a little information, um, I believe off of the top of my head right now, I currently have, and they're just in my Roth IRA. I don't, I held them in the no limit runners, um, but I think I sold it and started diversifying. Um, but for Tesla, uh, I believe I have nine shares currently of Tesla. Yep, nine shares. Uh, my cost basis was just under $2,200. And right now, it's literally because the stock has fell. Um, I'm pretty much down 50 cents and this is the first time Tesla has been down for me in quite some time. Um, and I've, I've actually been really good about this. And so May 26th was when I purchased my first share and that share was, uh, at $185, but I didn't buy another and that share is up 30%. Um, I didn't purchase another share till August. I stopped buying it. And I think it's because Tesla just shot up after that. So I was like, well, there's no reason to buy it anymore. Um, wait for it to come back down, wait for opportunity. And that's exactly what we're doing now. And so those few shares, so I had one, I had a share, one share at 185, one share at 225, two shares at 234. And then the rest of the shares are in the red. So I have four shares that are in the, the green and the other shares pretty much, uh, I had another share I bought at $244 and that's pretty much break even, right? So let's say, let's call it five shares, um, that are in the, 
four shares in the green, one share pretty much even. And the other four shares are down. I bought one at 273, another at 266, and another at 255. And so I've been buying one share, small shares as they come down. And so now 242 um, is uh, based on the prices I had it previously. Now is another time to, to buy another share. But I do believe it's probably going to fall a little bit more. I want to get a little bit more information after the uh, earnings report. And even if they, if something, they surprise us and they're like, yeah, actually we're doing pretty good this quarter. I don't think it's going to go up more than like 5%. And if it goes up 5% being the stock is already up hundred percent this year, people are probably going to sell and it's going to come back, probably back down to this level. And I'll just be fine with settling in and maybe just buy one share at this level um, for right now. Um, at the discount. So just kind of insight for you guys. You want to buy slow. You don't want to just, Oh my God, I bought it. And even at the two fifteen, if I had $3,000 to invest and I wanted to buy it, even I've been waiting for this two fifteen price for so long, I'm not going to just put all the $3,000 into it. You want to maybe put a quarter of it in for right now. And then you, you know, see what happens after a week or a month or so, whatever your case may be. And then you add a little bit more if you find another price or if it starts to go up gradually. And then if you buy it now and then it just shoots back up, then don't be trying to chase and buy it at the top. Wait for another opportunity for a buyback in. If it doesn't, then you just find and research another stock. So we got to be smart. We got to be, um, we got to play the long game and we got to just kind of in and out, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Just kind of be slow and methodical with this. This is not a get rich quick scheme. All right, moving on to poker. I'm gonna. Uh, I made a decision, and this is really based on the fact that the Lions are playing uh, the Ravens um, in Baltimore this Sunday, and I'm thinking about going to the game. Um, but decided not to play the six max tournament this weekend, especially because it starts at four o'clock in the afternoon. I don't want to be playing until the wee hours in the morning. Um, I might go to the game, but I think three hundred dollars in an NFL game is not worth it. Um, but um, we're talking about poker here, right? So I've had a rough start of the week. So I played early this week, I believe Monday, um, played during Monday Night Football, uh, just ran bad, lost just under two buy-ins. And I went today, played at Maryland Live, um, was in, bought in for 300 like I typically do, 100, buy, or excuse me, 100 big blinds, um, lost a couple small pots, topped off to 400, got it back up to even. Um, I usually just go there for the promotion, the great promotion that they run in the morning. It's 20 high hands, the first 20 high hands. If you get aces full of deuces or better, you get on the board and pay it automatically. Um, 499 or 599, one of the two. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, so I've been pretty good hitting promotions this week. Not good today, and then I lost. Just running bad and just like... It, so I'm stuck two buy-ins and it's just kind of like an eye roll the way start your week. So like, come on, man. Like I had such a good week last week. Well, we got to go back to, to this, but that's poker for you. That's variance for you. Just like the market. Um, you don't have to get emotional. It's this part of the game. This, you're going to win. You're going to lose. Um, sometimes you're going to get a bad run of cards. So it is what it is. Um, hopefully we can turn it around and end up winning a couple buy-ins uh, this week. Thursday my Thursday excuse me Thursday night football um so since you guys won't hear from me till Friday I'm gonna give you my pick it is the Jaguars at the Saints um I like Trevor Lawrence and I like uh the Jags I think that they'll be able to win this game on the road so that's my pick the Jags NFL top five through week six 
Um, so I'm going to start with number five. And um, if you weren't um, aware of what my top five was last week, I moved the Eagles down. Um, so I have them as number five after their loss this week. Um, not too enthusiastic about um, Jalen Hurts going forward. That wasn't a good game for him, right? Um I thought they should be able to beat the Jets. Even though Jets have a stingy defense, I thought Philly had enough on offense to easily win this game. But um, any given Sunday, right? So Dolphins, I have the Dolphins at number four. I moved them up one spot. They were five um, to number four. Chiefs, I believe I moved them up to one spot as well. They're number three uh, team. They've been playing well. Um, Looks like they're getting back healthy. Um, But they're wide receivers. I don't trust them. I still think they're shoddy. If you can shut down Kelsey and you have a good defense, I think you can easily beat this team. Detroit Lions. I have moved them up. They are number two. Um, I think this is pretty much consensus with a lot of uh, uh, analysts or folks are saying so far right now, Um, which is awesome, right? Um, I thought I was kind of high on them and listing them as number two. Uh, and the top five. This is the top five of the NFL. Uh, but their offense looks good. Their defense looks plays well. They're stopping the run um, and holding the uh, the Buccaneers, I believe, to what, six or nine points. That was uh, on the road. That was great. Uh, Montgomery, their star running back, looks like he's hurt. Gibbs, their backup um, wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, excuse me, w- rookie running back. Um, he's also beat up as well. I believe he has a hammy issue. So we need some uh, a little bit of help in the running back department. I believe Reynolds um, is kind of our guy that we're going to run with right now. But if to be honest with you, if we give the ball to Goff and have him throw the ball 35, 40 times, I'm confident he'll be able to um, to win a couple games before Montgomery and uh, Gibbs can get back healthy. Um, also, um, Williams. Our rookie came down with an amazing touchdown grab, um, 45-yard touchdown catch. He is dropping some balls, some easy catches um, early, or excuse me, past couple games. He's been suspended, so his uh, this is the second game of the season. If he continue to play like that, make a big plays, <laughs> sky's the limit for Detroit. Their offense will get even more powerful. 49ers, um, just because they missed that uh, field goal, I'm not going to bump them down. I know that they're beat up. McCaffrey looks like he's hurt. Um, Also, Debo Samuel looks like he's beat up as well. Those guys are big and physical, so they're going to take a – they're going to take some some punishment, and they're probably going to get knocked out a couple of games and have to get um, to rest up and get back healthy. So to be expected. But Purdy's playing well. They're kind of like the Detroit. I think Purdy, give it the ball to Purdy, and um, he should be able to get the ball done with uh, Ayuk and Kittle and all the other um, weapons that they have on offense as well. So that's where I have it standing as far as the NFL top five. Lave, Ray, excuse me. Lions at Ravens this weekend. I, depending on uh, how the team, um, if they get back healthy, if we have Montgomery, I'm pretty confident. Plus three um, for the Lions is going to be a pretty good bet. Um, I'm not too impressed with uh, Baltimore. I don't think they can hold up to the. I don't think that they can compete with us offensively. Um, but if we can't run the ball, I'm a little nervous that they can. TN on Amon Ron St. Brown. But we have Amon Ron St. Brown. We have Reynolds. We have Laporta, the tight end. Um, if I haven't mentioned Reynolds, we have Williams. We have a plethora of wide receivers. And even Marvin Jones, he hasn't done anything. He's kind of been buried in the uh, death chart. Um, 
but he hasn't done anything. He can even probably give us, give you a couple uh, third downs when you need it as well. Um, so we have plenty of weapons on offense. The offensive line looks like they're healthy. Um, so I think the Lions um, plus three, that's a pretty good uh, – that's a pretty good bet. I'm not very confident in the Ravens, not the slightest bit. Plus, they're coming back from overseas, right? How is that going to affect them? Um, so it's something to think about, something to consider. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, we're almost to episode 50. This is episode 49, so maybe I'll do something special on Friday, a giveaway or something, so make sure you tune in. Uh, remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise you'll come out ahead. Have a wonderful evening.